Joining me now on the Big Play Hotline is a 2013 College World Series champion, the College World Series 2013 MVP and current right-hand pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. Ladies and gentlemen, joining the show, Adam Plutko. Adam, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So tell me, how's the summer camp been? Obviously kind of different than the springtime. How's that been? Yeah, I've, I've been saying the whole time, it's just kind of rearranged more than anything. Um, weight room's in a different place than in a normal weight room. Our lockers are kind of out of place. But um, once you step out on the field, it's normal baseball. So it's more rearranged than, than different. I'm sure I have a lot of teammates who disagree with me, but um, that's my point of view on it. For sure. So you debuted with the Tribe in 2016. Let me ask you this now. Get it out of the way. Are you over the rain delay yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's for sure over it. All right. Good. Good. So speaking of that debut, it's a crazy, interesting, bizarre story that you actually didn't answer the phone call when the Tribe first called. I want you to walk me through that whole day and what that was like. Yeah. So, um, I was at a buddy's wedding. I was in the wedding. I was a groomsman. And um, that was the day Cookie broke his hand. Uh, Ian Kinsler hit a shot uh, back at Cookie and it broke his hand. Um, obviously, being in the wedding, I, I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't watching um, baseball. And quite frankly, I just got told that I wasn't going to the big league. So I didn't want anything to do with baseball. Um, and then all of a sudden, I got a phone call from a front office member. And um, I genuinely thought it was just some exit interview on the season and um and it ended up being the call-up so i i hit uh, put it through to voicemail the first time um just thinking it was an exit interview or whatever and um turns out that that was my call of the big leagues that i put to voicemail so what's that feeling like like is it kind of like panic is it shock when you get that call that it's finally time to go up like take me through the feeling that goes on in here uh, yeah, it was, it was shock, panic, all at the same time, excitement. Um, I was with all my high school buddies. Um, that, that's whose wedding it was. So, uh, to kind of be with them and, and then to have that journey kind of all happen at the same time. It was pretty crazy and, um, had to, so we were in California, uh, all my baseball gear was in Texas. So they booked me a layover in Texas so I could run go grab my baseball gear, check back in, and then go to, go to uh, Cleveland from there. That's insane. So fast forward to this year. You guys scared the pants off me a couple months ago with the whole when and where tweets. But now today, <laughs> baseball is finally back. How glad are you that it's back? Very glad. It was uh, messy. It was ugly at times, the negotiations. But um, it was all to get here. and It was all to, to make sure that we could play baseball safely and as you can see from all the intake testing and all the uh, monitoring, I think we have less than 100 positives. So it was really important that we nailed down the health and safety protocols and the monetary stuff. We were going to come to an agreement. Um, it, was, it was best for everybody. So um, it was just going to take time, and that's exactly what happened. And, um, and now I'm glad that we did take the time because look at the NBA and the NFL – uh, with their health and safety protocols, it really seems like they're struggling more than we we will um, because we took so much time on it. 
Right, for sure. So during the pandemic, obviously it was a tough time for everybody and it still is. You launched the Plutko Family Partners to give kind of a helping hand here in the Cleveland area. You're not even from here. You're from Texas, like you said. How'd that all get started? Yeah, we were, we were out on a walk, my wife and I with my son. And um, just kind of thinking through who had left the team and Corey Kluber did a whole lot uh, with his Corey Kluber Foundation, Kluber Family Foundation. Um, so we, we were just kind of thinking about it and uh, we felt like there was an opportunity, there's a hole to be missed or there's a hole now in, in Cleveland and um, watching the news and seeing all the how, how bad COVID-19 was, especially in places like New York and um, Ohio, really from the start um, when, when COVID really started to outbreak in the States. So we just felt like there's stuff that we can do. And um, so we made the surgical masks for, uh, for the Cleveland Food Bank, um, which was pretty awesome. I didn't know that the Cleveland National Guard wasn't actually distributed any masks at all. So um, the fact that they were wearing our masks that we had made, it was, it was pretty exciting. And then we partnered with Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, and that was, a, that was another exciting thing. And I think we provided like 500 meals and gift certificates to different um, frontline workers. So um, all in all, it, it, was, it was still a hit. We still have some, um, some things in the pipeline that we're, we're working towards. So um, it'll be good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that for, you know, our city. That's great. So, so many people are calling this uh, season the 60-game sprint, right? We hear that over and over and over. You guys have one of the deepest pitching staffs in the league. Do you think that helps the Indians and how so? Yeah, I think it does. Um, it's going to be much more of a college-style season, if you will. So, um, every game is going to mean a lot more. You know, if you drop two games in August to a team that's not great, you kind of look at it like, oh, well, we'll get them tomorrow kind of thing. But now with with how the 60 games is going to go every game matters so you're going to see much more um postseason style baseball from the start and that's what you see in college baseball um like you said um our pitching is so deep that it, in postseason baseball and college baseball pitching and defense matters more than more than hitting every will so i think we have a real advantage with our pitching and defense and um, to be honest, watching our lineup swing at the last couple games against the Pirates, I'm pretty excited to see that as well. Yeah, for sure. Lineup. So, go, oh, go ahead. If you, I was just gonna say it's a deep lineup, and I I know I I really don't want to face that lineup. So, um, it'll be fun to watch them. So, speaking about the pitching, what is it about the Cleveland Indians organization that year in and year out constantly? Put, produces dudes that could just go out there and compete like you said we saw it with Kluber who I know is kind of a big influence on you what is it about the Indians pipeline that produces such good pitching talent it's all about development um, they get to us early they kind of explain uh, what's going to be best for us and and show us why it's going to be best for us um, I think that's a common misconception in coaching is is that players will just follow you blindly. Players want to be a part of the process as well. So if you're telling me that my curveball is going to play well, well, show me why. Show me because show me data that says it is going to play well because I'm not just going to blindly start throwing curveballs if I don't personally think it's going to work. So right. they they back up what they say with numbers and and with with data um, so that we all feel more comfortable and uh, we're the only team in in 
Major League Baseball, I believe, that hasn't had a free agent um, starting pitcher pitch for us since 2015. I think Bruce Chen was the last one that that pitched for the Cleveland Indians that wasn't either traded or developed um, by the Cleveland Indians. So that's a pretty phenomenal feat um, right there. So it's been announced um, that you'll be starting the season in the bullpen for the Tribe. Tito said when he met with the media that nobody takes this kind of news better than you. What's your approach like for coming out of the bullpen versus your normal kind of starting role? Yeah, I'm still I'm still diving into that. Um, like I said, in the numbers and the data, um, a couple guys I'm looking at, Ross Stripling for the Dodgers. Um, he's a guy that started a whole lot and relieved a whole lot. Um, uh, the term would be like a swing man, if you will. Um, then there's Brad Peacock with the Astros and Colin McHugh with the Astros, who all kind of have done both coming out of the pen and starting and just looking at pitch usages and, and how things change for them between the two. If, if hitters became more aggressive out of the bullpen or less aggressive. So um, I, at the end of the day, it's going to go back to making pitches and executing, but just looking for a little subtle nuance that might, um, help me further um, excel at being a bullpen guy because I really don't have a ton of experience doing it. For sure. So obviously this season, the big news, no fans are going to be in the stands. The Tribe has experienced, uh, experimented a little bit rather with pumping some of that crowd noise in, pumping John Adams, drum in. What's the reaction to that been in the clubhouse and how do you personally feel about that? It's more white noise to us, honestly. I'm sure it's, um, it's kind of off-putting for fans or media members, but to us, um, you know, it's just white noise. Like it's, it's something that we're so accustomed to. And, uh, for simple things like we were, we were throwing live, uh, live batting practices against our hitters. They said that they could hear the catcher move in or out. So they had a better idea of if the ball was going to be inside or outside and kind of got to, got to look for that. So, um, it's going to take some of that away, which is great because, um, as, as a pitcher, I think, we very clearly just saw what happens when a hitter knows what's coming. Um, it's, it's a, it's a big scandal in baseball, if you will. So, um, to have some of that white noise, just kind of block it all out for us. Um, it's actually nice. I haven't noticed it. Um, just because like I said, it's, it's so accustomed to what we do. So the other big news here in Cleveland and also going on in Washington is the team name. So the other day, I know you guys had the big kind of hodgepodge aired out meeting about the team name with the ownership, with the players, coaches, everybody was in there. What was that meeting like for you? It was, it was very good. Um, Mr. Dolan was um, very kind to come down and speak to us and, and explain to us where we're at in the process. So, um, I can answer questions um, like this uh, a little bit better with a better understanding. Um, and, and so it, it was very good. There was definitely some um, uh, players who voiced their opinions that it, it might be time. Um, he even said, as he did in his statement today, that he's looking into it. He doesn't want to make a rash decision, and I don't blame him at all. Um, you know, Cle the Cleveland Indians have been a staple of this city uh, just as much as any building or just as much as anything that is Cleveland. So uh, I think it's smart for him to take his time. I think it's, it's uh, the right thing to get educated by uh, Native American tribes and civic leaders. And um, hopefully the, the end goal is that we, we do come to a, a new name that uh, doesn't make people uncomfortable and, um, you know, honors the city as well. For sure. 
Uh, so we had Delano DeShields on the Monday show, right? And he said he would kind of like to see the team do something goofy, like what they do with the minor leagues and what they do with some colleges. As a guy that played for a team called the Rubber Ducks, do you have anything that's kind of crazy that's kind of out there off the top of your head? I don't know. I thought I, I saw something that said the uh, Cleveland Rocks, and I thought that would be funny to uh, to to have the Rockies and then the Rocks, um, not like rock as in like a stone, but rocks as like a guitar. Um, so I just thought that would be funny to have the Rockies and then um, the Rocks. So. Uh, no, I don't really have a great name for you, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I have one for you, and I'll see what you think about this. I thought of the Cleveland hairdos, right? So we have Frankie <laughs> with the blue. We have Jose. He's the one that really seems like he kind of started the whole trend. Maybe the Cleveland Barbers for Clev and Simber. Yeah. Who's got the best yeah, hair then, on the team? Well, Tito's bald, and half of our, our coaching staff is bald. So I think I think – something to do with a hairdo would be pretty awesome. And just to have Tito have to wear something about being a barber with no hair, it, it, it seems fitting. That'd be funny. So last question for you before I get you out of here. Obviously, the foundation is doing a lot of great stuff in our area, a lot of the audience's area. Uh, how can people find and follow what you guys are up to here? You can find us on uh, social media, uh, both on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I believe we're on Facebook as well. If not, we'll be up soon. Um, um, so Pletco Family Partners, if you, if you search that, you'll be able to find us. Um, and um, please follow us. We're, we're trying to do a lot of good for, for Cleveland, and um, we've kept it very open-ended. We're not a, a very targeted um, uh, you know, uh, foundation. We, we want to help as many people as we possibly can. And um, so yeah, we, we, like I said, we have some things in the works that we're, we're experimenting with, uh, what we're going to do for season and, and we still have some more Buffalo Wild Wings gift certificates to hand out. So, um, we're, we're excited with where we're going with it. Awesome. Yeah. Everybody make sure you follow that. It's on Twitter first at Plut Fam Partners. Make sure to check that out. And Hey, next time you're out there delivering around some Buffalo Wild Wings, make sure to think of the big play studio. All right. The guys here are hungry. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for the time, man. Yeah, you got it.